Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Metal Shop here on The Rock in studio with a super group. I said it. I said it because you might be kind of dicks if you say it yourselves. So if I say it, it's cool. We got Glyph here in the studio. G-L-Y-P-H in the studio. What's up, guys? Hey, man. Great to be here. Yes. So uh, let's go around the room. Tell us what you do in Glyph and what band we know you from. This is Rob. I play guitar in Glyph. I've been a member of uh, Greyhawk here for a couple months. I also played uh, in the band Yelvik. Um, and my name is Darren Wall. I play bass guitar. Most people know me from uh, the band Greyhawk. I also played in Skeletor back in the day. Um, and yeah, now I'm happy to be doing Glyph as well. Nice. My name is Jeff Black. I play keyboards and synthesizers in Glyph. And um, most people know me from my work in the band Gatekeeper. I was the founding uh, guitarist in that band and principal songwriter. Nice. And then who are we missing tonight? We're missing uh, Rav. Rav Voltaire, uh, our, our singer. He's on tour with the band Empress right now. I believe they're in New York as we speak. Nice. Yeah, lucky guy. And that's the band he does vocals for? Uh, no, actually, his uh, his fiance is singing for them. Wow! But, uh, so he's just on the road with them. I think he's, he's probably doing merch or something. You might know Rav from. Uh, he was in a band uh, from Canada called Ravenous. That's awesome. right, Ravenous. Yeah. Cool. So okay, so you guys are busy dudes. Uh, you guys have a lot going on. How did you guys find the time to start with Glyph? And you know, let's talk about the origin story. What was the idea impetus to start this thing? The origin story is an interesting one. I guess it <laughs> kind of started. Uh, you know, one of the things people know me most for is getting shot. That's yes. That's one thing that people know me for. And uh, last summer, um, the legal proceedings for that was happening, and I was kind of sitting around, and Greyhawk was on a hiatus, and Jeff here was in Canada, in, uh, down from Canada hanging out for the summer, and 
we just started hanging out and talking about music and watching bands and you know we've been friends and we played in a blind guardian tribute band years ago wow mm. just talking about making music one day and then we said you know okay well let's let's give it a give it a crack and you know jeff came up with kind of the formula we use for glyph and i don't know what do you you got anything to add to that yeah i mean i think we were i think we were just sort of sitting around i mean we've we've been friends for a little while and we just have such a similar sense of humor about everything and we were just sort of sitting around one day and just kind of talking about bands that we that we loved and hated and mm-hmm. then i just kind of had this idea of making this like real just straightforward power metal band in the style of bands that we're big fans of and i just kind of i kind of pitched the idea to darren about about a year ago now and we just kind of rolled with it we started cranking out songs and just like having an absolute blast and the vision in my eyes was to just put together a band of just absolute killers like yeah my favorite members from my favorite bands in my area that's like some like uh, Avengers style. It's just everyone comes together. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. With the lore of Glyph, you're pretty close. And then yeah. you know, from there, uh, Rob was pretty much the first guy we called. Nice. Uh, I said, mm-hmm. if there's a guy we want to play guitar in this rhythm guitar in this band, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. So you know, he was the first guy we called, and then yeah, I guess you could tell a story about how Rav came to be. Yeah, I mean, we we, we kind of uh, we were kicking around some some ideas, and we auditioned a few people, and then. Uh, Rav is a Rav is a guy that I've known since we were teenagers back in Edmonton, Alberta, and um, I just I had like a like a like a long layover in mm-hmm. Calgary once, and I just kind of went over to his place, and he's like a Twitch streamer, he has like a Patreon, does that does that full time. Ah, and content he had, creator. He's like he's content. a full time content guy. So uh, we hung out, we did a, t- a Twitch stream, and then we just got talking about this project, and he got like really excited about the idea, um, and he just he just said, Hey, can I can I audition for this thing? And I said, Yeah, okay, sure, and then. We, once we kind of had something to send him, he just sent us a track that knocked just knocked us off our feet and wow. uh, sounded super pro right off the bat. And we're like, "This is this is it. Mm-hmm. This is the team." That's cool. So w- I'm assuming so you guys all di- different bands and stuff. And you're you're right. How do you differentiate songs that you want to do for Glyph versus stuff you want to do for like Greyhawk? Is there a difference in the style in your opinions? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just the way we. Um I mean, Greyhawk for me, I speak speak for my band first. Greyhawk's much more of a traditional style. Okay. Um, you know, Dio, Man of War, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, the songwriting process is a lot different. Greyhawk's a lot more riff driven. Sure. You know, that's kind of where the start the the songs start. Whereas Glyph is melody driven. Okay. Mm-hmm. The songs often start with the vocal melody being yeah. the first thing written, and then we kind of build the riffs backwards from that. And you know, we figure out what the chords are, and we kind of reverse engineer it. As, wow far as how I've always written things. Um, and yeah, like I said, Glyph is much more in the line, in the power metal vein of like Halloween, Sabaton, yeah. bands like that. Sonata Arctica. Sonata Arctica. Stradivarius. Stuff. Yeah. 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 On, a, on a practical level, like in, in my band, uh, in, my, in my band Gatekeeper, I do a lot of like, it's very riff forward. So we start with writing riffs on the guitar. In this, it's, I start on the piano. So I start writing a lot of the songs with like a chord progression. And yeah, like as Darren said, a, a melody, either like a main hook or a vocal melody. And yeah, then the song just kind of built, becomes a metal song. After that process, tell them all the secrets. So what you're saying is Euro European tour is going to be huge, right? Yeah, you guys are going to get big in Europe. It's Hopefully, a, this is the style that I, I would have to say that honestly, though this this type of power metal is just as big here. If really? Almost not, okay. Remember when we went to Sabaton, Kevin? Oh, last oh year? yeah, oh you know, yeah. I dude. mean, that was for me honestly. That was one of my eye opening things. You know, I remember we had 
I think that night I showed you some of our basic, basic stuff. Yep, we you writing, did, yeah. And I went back to Jeff and I was like, man, we might have something. Here. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there were, I mean, they sold out. The, yes, they did. The Paramount, yeah. King mm-hmm. Diamond didn't sell the Paramount. I know. Out. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I, I believe that this style of metal is actually very strong. Oh, yeah. On, on this side of the ocean. And, yeah, I mean, Europe's great for every kind of metal, but I really think this the big following for it in, in the United States. Awesome. Yeah, there, there does seem to be, a, like, a resurgence in the style yeah. compared to 10 years ago. So do you guys – are you guys putting this out with a label or are you guys doing it yourselves? Mm, we're not sure yet. Okay. Yeah, we're we're going to see and, you know, we're, we're, we're talking to a few people. There's been offers. Uh, there's been nibbles, but we haven't made a decision yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, you know, yeah, I think that once people hear the songs, they'll be like, oh, I got to get them on. I got to get it. So the, the, I'm sure that, you know, you'll have a lot of interested parties. Um, so as far as, you know, booking shows, it's probably – not easy because you guys are all over the place, right? Like different states and whatnot and uh, different countries even. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are you guys, do you guys have anything on the books? I see there's one next year, right? Yes. Mad with Power, Madison, Wisconsin, 2024. Greyhawk just played it. We actually unveiled the band. That's awesome. Um, Glyph was, in, was became public knowledge live at that show. You know, they do a show announcement for the next year and yeah. they played our promo video. Um, we have shows. We just can't talk about them yet. Ah, okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I might be a noob and consider me, you know, a loser for not knowing what is glyph. What is glyph? That's, what is, yeah, what's, what yeah. is that in a reference to? Is that a word that I should know? Um, basically we're, we're, we're having a lot of fun with the concept of sort of like sci-fi meets sword and sorcery action characters and glyph was a uh, was just a really fun evocative word that just kind of brings to mind all sort like all sorts of like classic sci-fi literature like like jack vance okay. and uh gene wolf and things like that and uh, just it was a it was a fun simple word that we could that we could really roll with and uh yeah th- th- as far as the actual um themes of the band it's you know a lot of it's sort of science fiction oriented the idea is that we have this crew of space mercenaries who go from star to star and get into all kinds of shenanigans okay nice okay so shenanigans and are you guys the those characters yeah they're kind of based on the characters are alter egos of ours they're based we aren't necessarily it's not necessarily us but it's kind of reflections of us in the stories so Mm -hmm. when when we do get the chance to see you live will you guys have some some costumes it's very possible okay <laughs> nice dude i'm looking forward We're to pulling it in a spaceship you know not okay yeah. nice okay so, pulling up to el corazon or wherever you guys play in a yeah, spaceship yeah. we got spacex in town here yeah. they can help yeah, us why not? Yeah. that That's sounds right. awesome flying on a dick rocket yes <laughs> thanks bezos uh so okay man right on so um we're going to go into one of your songs. Uh, so we're, we're going to go into it. This is a brand new song from Glyph, and this one's called Honor, Power, Glory. Who wants to introduce this one? Uh, yeah, Honor, Power, Glory. This is uh, the latest single from the upcoming album, and this is one of the first ones we wrote together. It is. Yeah, I think it was probably the second song we wrote together. Yeah. And this one... You know, we did. We described, um, you know, the the crew of the spaceship. This is kind of like the anthem of where these people are from in the in the world of Glyph. So. Yeah, it's about when you want to feel honorable, powerful, and glorious. Sounds good. It's honor, power, glory by Glyph here on Metal Shop. Without honor, without glory, we shall never return. Without power, we shall rise and fall. Without honor, without. 
here on metal shop and uh is there anything you guys can tease us as far as like uh is this going to be on an ep a full length or anything you guys can mention or it's just releasing singles 
Um, I mean, I think we, I think we could probably talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're working on a full-length album. Nice. Yeah, we're working on the debut, and we're, we're, we're teasing a few little bite-sized samplers mm-hmm. cool. as we go. Yeah, the, the full-length is, I'd say, 90% done mm-hmm. as far mm-hmm. as tracking done. Everyone yeah. in this room has done their parts. Yep. So That's um, right. 2024. 2024, yeah. We've yep. got a, again, probably can't say it yet, but we got a really uh, high-end guy coming in to mix and master. Awesome. So it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to sound great. Yeah, we really busted uh, busted ourselves up recording this one and making it Oof. sound as tight and as pro as possible, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's it pays dividends. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you know, with technology being what it is today, did you guys record these yourselves? Yes. Nice. It sounds great. Well, Je- Jeff is uh, a pro. He uh, you know oh. mixes and masters bands and oh, that's awesome. Has, has done so to critical acclaim. You know. That's very nice, Darren. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, he 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 took the helm there, and I, I say for me it was my favorite um, recording session. It was the most grueling recording session I ever did. You wow. Know? He definitely pushed me until we got it right. Yeah. Um, but it super was, technical songs. Yeah. Yeah, but you know it was it was it was worth it. You know. Yeah. yeah it was it was very it was enjoyable, and you know we we're we're, we're really close friends, but we're also pr- professional about things. So yeah. it was a lot of hard work, but a lot of laughing at the same time. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> Jeff, uh, how did you get into uh, recording bands and whatnot? Um, I mean, I, I think I was just one of those dudes who had some recording experiences and had not particularly great recording experiences just with people who didn't understand how to deal with heavy music mm-hmm. or didn't understand the vision for whatever project I was working on. And I just got kind of fed up and I decided that I wanted to get into um, I, you know, I, I would set up like my, my band's jam space as a recording booth and we do pre-production in there. And then I said, well, if I can record my own band, maybe I can record other people's bands. Yeah, totally. And then, uh, then the pandemic hit and then I had a lot of time to practice it. That's awesome. So, yeah. so what are, what are some bands that you've recorded? Did, would we know of any of them? Um, as far as like actual recording stuff, it's mainly local to the Vancouver scene, awesome. but I've, I've been lucky enough to get to mix and master some records for uh, some some really cool bands on some smaller labels. I, the first one I did was this band called Nightingale, which came out on No Remorse Records last year. Um, I have an, another record by a band called By Fire and Sword from Boise, Idaho. Nice. And uh, that's coming out on the same label, actually. So there's there, there's a few more in the mix. But uh, yeah, that, that, that By Fire and Sword is the next one coming out. So, uh, Darren, you're, you're originally from Vancouver, BC. Did, right. Is that where you guys met up yeah. there? Yeah, awesome. we literally, uh, it's funny, I, I started a Blind Guardian tribute band yeah. with a friend of mine. And we were practicing, and then my old band... Um, Went on tour mm-hmm. for a good solid month and a half. What band was that? Not it was, Trip? No, it was a band called 88 Mile Trip. 88 Stoner, Mile Trip, Stoner, yeah. Uh, yeah. Stoner Rock Band. Um, and we so we took off for a month and a half, and then I got a call on the road and said, hey, um, you know, our guitar player quit, so there's this guy, Jeff, who's going to, you know, jump back in. And I was like, okay, cool. That's, uh, you know, he's, he's new to town, just moved from Edmonton. I was like, okay, cool. Well, hopefully he's a good guy. And, like, he wound up being, like, you know, the guy that I hung out with most. That's with cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was one of those awesome things where like we we just kind of like met each other and then played music and then we hung out for like seven hours afterwards until yeah. like we had headaches from laughing. Yeah, for real. Mm. So tell me a little bit about the Vancouver BC metal scene. Is it pretty solid up there? You know, you it guys is, have had some festivals up there. Yeah, you know, it's there's an there's an absurd amount of talent in Vancouver. Awesome. Um, there's a, and the and the. Um, Especially like in the tech death scene, like that scene is very big up. Art Spire, Art Spire, yeah. And you got <laughs> yeah. unleash the archers yep. who are mm-hmm. really not a local band anymore, but they're from there. Yeah, there's bonkers talented bands. Um, 
the tough thing about being a musician in Vancouver is it becomes very insular because playing anywhere else is very difficult. Um, the closest city to major city to the east is about 13 hours away. Wow. Um, if you want to take go to the west, you got to take a ferry. The ferries up there with a band and a trailer will cost you about $400 yeah. each way. And if you want to come to the United States, you need a P2 visa, which is about $500 per member. So if you are a broke 20-something who doesn't have a lot of money and you're, you're spending all your money on rent because Vancouver is an expensive place Yeah, cost of living is up there along with Seattle too. It's yeah, way worse than Seattle. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, and so it's very, it's very difficult for bands to leave, fly the coop, and mm-hmm. so to speak, in Vancouver. But it's a robust local scene. Venues are packed, and the talent up there is extraordinary. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. So let's go back in time a little bit. And I'm sure I've done this with Darren before, but yeah, first time I'm having you guys up in the studio, at least for a while. Uh, what got you into you know, music as a kid? You know, What was the first thing that really sparked your interest as far as, it doesn't have to be the most extreme music, but maybe just rock and roll or music as a kid? You know, when I grew up, uh, my family and parents in general, they, they were not into music at all. Mm-hmm. So growing up... Uh, didn't really have any exposure to anything other than like little compilations best of like, Oh, Michael Jackson, uh, that type of stuff. And then, um, when I was in middle school, I started getting really into the internet. Yes. Um, and some friends on there would send me, you know, recordings of, you know, uh, songs by like iced earth, blind guardian, yeah. demons and wizards, stuff like that. Um, and I, my mind was kind of blown and I went kind of down the rabbit hole and then had this, uh, thrash phase of yeah. Metallica, yeah. Slayer, Megadeth, yeah, every, the same thing that everyone mm-hmm. always says. Um, and then, uh, just kind of went from there and started branching out, finding different stuff. And the beauty people, a lot of bad stuff is on the internet, but you know, finding out new music is just incredibly easy nowadays compared yes. to you know 20 years ago you had to either know someone have a subscription to a magazine or be lucky to have a store nearby that carried a lot of things yeah uh but nowadays you can just pop on the internet search metal on google and be on a page that will have a bunch of different recommendations for for bands so encyclopedia metalum just right research that for a couple days and you're a freaking wizard with metal now already for sure for sure for me, uh, I was five years old, and I saw the video for I Love It Loud by Kiss. Nice. A show <laughs> called Video Hits in Canada on the CBC. Hell yeah, dude. And I was dead set into that band after that, and I got into hard rock bands like ACDC and Van Halen. Um, you know, grunge hit when I was a teenager. And um, for me, I just already heard Eddie Van Halen play guitar. Yeah. So the, the grunge scene I like a lot more now in hindsight, mm-hmm. but at the time I just wasn't having it. Um, and then, strangely enough, in about 1995, I saw I heard uh, Black Sabbath on Beavis and Butthead for nice. the first time. And I watched Beavis and Butthead and Iron Man came on, and I was okay. like, oh, my God. I, I need to know what this is. Yeah. Was, it was Paranoid, I think, came on. So I bought a CD, and then I heard the riff from Iron Man. The riff from Iron Man is what made me love heavy metal. That's awesome. And then from there, it was just down every – I had to know everything, every rabbit hole possible. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. I actually just found uh, – I, I did Loud and Local with an old host of, of Loud and Local uh, from back in the 90s, and he just exposed me to Sir Mix-a-Lot doing Iron Man. You ever hear that? I have. With Metal Church? <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's wacky. There's a yeah. little wacky version of that. There's also Busta Rhymes doing it. Really? Yeah, okay. There's one of Busta Rhymes doing it. There's a William Shatner version of okay. Iron Man as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's, it's, it's been a lot of interesting covers. A lot this. of them. <laughs> Jeff, what about you, man? What, what, what got you into music? Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in a, I don't want to say like a musical household, but a household of like music fans. Sure. Like my parents were big music listeners, so there's always stuff in the house. And a lot of it was rock music. There was there was Zeppelin, there was Pink Floyd, there was Rush and stuff like that. And then um, and then as I got a little bit older, the new metal thing hit. So I was listening to like Linkin Park yep. and that kind of business. And then there was a fateful day in, um, I don't know, probably like grade nine or something where a friend of mine came into social studies class with a, like a, a blind guardian t-shirt that had like two dragons intertwined and like clawing each other's faces off. And I'm like, that was like, that's whatever that is. I need, I need that to, in I my need life. That. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know what it is, but I need it. And so I got a CD, a burn CD with a bunch of blind guardian songs on it. And that was, that was it. That was like a, kind of like a life changing moment. for That's me. awesome. Blind Guardian opened up the world to you. Yeah. It's fitting yeah. that late years later you'd become a member of a Blind Guardian tribute <laughs> band. <laughs> if things truly go full circle, they really do. That's awesome. Mm. W- would you say Blind Guardian was is one of the best power metal bands of all time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they, there's an argument to be made that they are the best. Okay. You know? Yeah. Well, let's like let's royalty. let's do it. Let's argue it then. <laughs> like, what's uh, what's your, your guys's, um, you know, and you could do it. Your own personal. So, Jeff, let's start with you. Top three power metal bands, in your opinion. <laughs> okay, so Blind Guardian is obviously at the top because yep. I'm not an idiot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Bl- Blind Guardian's up there for me. And and then and then from there, there's like a, a, there's probably some shufflers. We could probably go Rhapsody. Not Rhapsody of Fire. Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here. And then um, underneath that, I mean, I don't know. I I really got a lot out of Hammerfall. I know they sort yeah. of they've had they have some flimsier moments, but I, I really got a lot of inspiration out of Hammerfall's classic cool. albums. All right, okay. Darren. Um, number one, I objectively will agree with Jeff and say Blind Guardian yeah. is the best power metal band in the world. Um, a close second to that for me is Halloween. You mm. know, I absolutely love Halloween's entire catalog. Um, and number three, I will also agree with Jeff that Hammerfall, especially their older stuff, that really spoke to me when I was younger. Okay. Those are my top three. And then below that, there's 
a lot that I love too, but those are my top three. And Rob? I will go Halloween, and then I will definitely say Blind Guardian, and then I'll also toss in a Rhapsody as well. Okay. Specifically the Luca Turilli Rhapsody. Yes. You know, like that Luca Turilli solo album is awesome too. Yep, 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 it is. Yeah, I like those first two. Yeah, the, the early Rhapsody stuff with him. Nice. A lot of commonality between the three yes. of us. Yeah, there we go. I hey. should have gone Halloween though. Yeah, you, you should really start a band together. Really, uh, yeah, I really, I really. That, uh, that was an oversight. There. You yeah, said yeah. you're not an idiot. Yeah. Uh, I know, dude. And then, Egg you, in my then you immediately <laughs> foot in mouth. Egg in my face, dude. <laughs> so now that I've got you know the power metal, just the power metal band in studio, the power metal like wizards here. I realized that I may have been making a fatal mistake all of these years of hosting Metal Shop and calling Man of War a power metal band. Mm-hmm. Is that not right? I don't think it's right. I think Man of War has at times have, inf- have moments where they go towards the power metal okay. realm, yeah. but they're more of a, a trad straight up. They're just metal. a heavy metal yeah. band. Okay. Influential. All right. In- Very influential. influential. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I think that they were kind of the originators of that style, like the sword and sorcery, mm-hmm. barbarians. Super having, epic. Yeah, having the mm-hmm. big epic tales. I think they were definitely... Um, very influential in the form- formation of power metal bands in the early 80s. So they're kind of like mm-hmm. proto-power metal. Yeah, there's a storytelling kind of aspect to Man of War that I, I mean, I, that is, has been kind of passed down the generations as well. There's just like, a, there's like a lore behind the band members. Then, and there's still a lot of mystique behind some of those guys too, in fact. Okay. That I feel like uh, has, has inspired uh, a lot of other bands that we know and love today. So I did this with a, a, a brutal death metal band from, from Tacoma called Cryptoxic Mortality, and I said, okay, so I'm going to name a band and tell me if they're slam or just death metal. And they said, okay. So, so I went through some bands, and they were like, no, that's not death metal, that, or that's not brutal death, that's slam. Like, we really went into the, like, <laughs> just nerd, got into oh, the micro-genre nerd. Neat. So I'm going to name a few bands and tell me if they're just heavy metal or if they're power metal, okay? Let's go. Three Inches of Blood. Heavy metal. Heavy. Heavy metal, okay. Sonata Arctica. Power metal. Power metal, okay. My last one, Dragon Force. Power metal. Power metal? Okay. All right, cool. Three Inches Blood, though, also very influential on a lot of bands um, who grew up, like came up in my generation in yes. like the aughts and 2010s and Especially stuff. Especially like Vancouver that. Connection, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. In fact, Unleash the Archers would not be the band they are today without Three Inches of Blood. They'll tell you that, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's add them to the mix. Unleash the Archers. Power metal Power or just metal? Power metal, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. I like how we, we, we got to get. See, that's the thing about metalheads. We get super nerdy. If you get our genres wrong, it's like getting Star Wars, Star Trek wrong, you know? It's like, You get no, a lot of, well, actually. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Reddit fan, you know comments. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Awesome, guys. Well, okay, so this is a Northwest-focused radio show. Uh, right here in Seattle, we have so much music, great music, but obviously Vancouver, B.C., Idaho even, I'll say, is Northwest. Mm. Uh, you know, Portland, Oregon, we'll, we'll count them, too. Uh, favorite Northwest bands of all time? And, uh, Rob, let's start with you, man. I would definitely say probably Nevermore is yes. one of my all-time favorites. Uh, yeah. If we're looking at like nowadays active bands, um, local to Seattle, I, I'm a really big fan of Zoth. Yeah, um, great they're, band. They're a great band. Very, very talented band. New stuff well, on the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing that. My favorite Northwest band is Queensryche. There we and go. It's not even close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm, I'm also going to say Queensryche at the risk of sounding like a posing poser who's posing. But yeah, Queen, yeah, Queensryche, um, f- incredible band, um, huge influence on myself. I was sent a uh, 
a file on YouTube, a video on YouTube of, of and this is how old, you know, the, the Metal Shop days go back. In 1982, Steve Slayton, the original host of Metal Shop, had them up uh, at KISW on Aurora in the old studio. So that's, you know, how you know. old school Metal Shop goes with that. Cool. Uh, Queensryche, man. Old school, badass Seattle metal. Straight out of Bellevue, dude. That's right. Straight <laughs> out of Bellevue. Amazing. The mean streets of Bellevue. That's right. Exactly. That's right. If I was if I was gonna pick because Rob uh, picked a like a, a newer band, mm-hmm. um, if I was gonna pick a newer band, um, I mean I guess we've already talked about Unleash the Arches yeah. a whole bunch, but uh, if I picked a newer band, I'd say Greyhawk. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Right. If I was to shout out a newer band, I shout out Solicitor. Yeah, yeah. Yes. oh yeah, incredible, very cool. Absolutely, I feel like we need before the before things are you know before the world ends, we need an Amy Rob Halford duet. That would be crazy. Wow. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> and I hope she hears this. And the, and the cover would be her, like, picking them up. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they would all be in leather with that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it'd be perfect. Dressed to like. So, awesome. So, 2024 is when we can expect an album? Correct. Right. Yeah. Right on. And uh, anything you guys want to say? Uh, where, where can we find your music? I mean, we're all over the place. We're on we're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on all the the, the standard channels. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's probably where we're most active, and uh, and then just anywhere that you get your music. Bandcamp as well. Cool. Glyphmetal.bandcamp.com is that us? Yeah, I think I think you can also find everything in the aggregate at uh, just glyphmetal.com. Yeah, anything glyphmetal is where you can find us. Um, yeah, I just want to say, you know, keep an eye out for us. We're going to have a lot yeah. of things coming up next year. It's going to be very busy. Um, so, yeah, just keep your keep your eyes on our, all our socials and everything. And yeah. you'll hear a lot of music from us coming up real soon. Yeah, yeah. follow us on TikTok. We're trying to figure that out still. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's so difficult. <laughs> yeah. So not to ed- – I'm going to totally date this interview, but you guys are on the way for a power metal show. You guys are about to go see Camelot. Wait, hold on. Are they a power metal band? Is Camelot a power yes. metal band? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I got them right. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We're schooling me on all the uh, – that is power metal. Glyph, an awesome power metal band, and we're going to go into Defy the Night. But I am asking one person to raise their hand as who wants to introduce this as a cheesy metal radio DJ. So we need one per- – Darren? Oh. You, can you do Chasing it, Darren? Metal radio <laughs> DJ? I could try. You, you got to be like the most morning zoo radio, just over the top. Like, you're listening to KISW, okay? So yeah. the name of your band, Metal Shop, and Defy the Night. You're listening to KISW 99.9, and this is Defy the Night by Glyph. Crank it up. Amazing. Great job. Here it is. It's Glyph. It's Metal Shop.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.